Well, officially, welcome to the Psych Party. We had our first episode, actually the test episode last time, so technically this would be the first episode, but I labeled it Volume 2 either way to pay homage to our uh, the official episode. Um, we didn't have Flo with us uh, last episode, so uh, Flo... You wanna... yeah, I have no idea what's happening, so... Yes, I'll, I'll give you uh, an idea. So pretty much we sit here, we talk about shit, I ask you guys uh, random questions uh, or ideas and we kind of debate around it and uh, people get points if they make valid points and we see who gets the most points at the end of the round. Uh, and if you win, you get a round of applause. Also, uh, Chip, I think you won uh, the last uh podcast so here's your Woo! um so flo uh would you like to uh you know tell a bit about yourselves to the people that don't know yet uh well what can i say about me man just a new bee in the uk trying to make a life here so yeah okay um do you prefer the life in UK or do you have any plans to move to somewhere else? Like, do you have some spa- um, particular place in your mind that w- you would like to be at? Honestly, in the future, I'm just planning to retire back in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking to open something here, get gather some money and then retire in Cyprus at one point. Oh, that sounds like a sound plan. Amazing. Uh, yeah. At the same time, uh, this is a quick uh, reminder once again, we have a Dungeon and Dragon session uh, going to be live uh, Monday night, um, hopefully. We have some difficulties with our uh, main guest, but I think with enough luck, we'll manage to make it happen. Uh we will discuss a bit more about the D&D session later on to the podcast, but for the moment, let's get started with the official topics. Um, so, here's Should the thing. Try. Last time we spoke about theories, uh, conspiracy theories to be specific or any type of thing that you believe in and you had to convince the others of, uh, like, why do you believe in that theory and this is why sort of thing but today uh, we will take a similar approach as well today I'm gonna talk about mysteries do you guys like mysteries yes sir let's just ask this question why do people like mysteries to begin with like why do you think it's that I believe that uh, there's something else that attracts all of us to the unknown let's say curiosity I think curiosity plays a big part in uh, a human's life. Okay. Very well. Is it more more like the fear of the unknown or just genuine curiosity? Like genuine curiosity. People who don't actually feel the fear of the unknown, uh, they get very curious. That's why we have all these people running around searching for Bigfoot, uh, searching in the UFOs, searching in the ghosts, like... They're getting the wheels from it. They're getting the adrenaline out of it. I really feel like people are interested in this. Okay. All right. Well then, 
agree with that. The name of the topic today, which is M and M, stands for mystery and mythology. So we can start off with mysteries. I want you guys to tell me um, certain mysteries that you know of. like last time we mentioned one the pyramids of giza of and how it was built um you know mysteries of missing people and so on so on what kind of mysteries that you have on your mind that you still don't have answers to i'll i'll, I'll just give a little bit of warm up do you guys actually think that michael jackson is dead or like like was he killed or did he just die naturally honestly there were a lot of rumors about not only michael jackson also paul walker that he is not dead yeah uh, like uh, also they, they, we also have the opposite of the spectrum that uh, like avril lavigne is dead and it's a clone of hers that's you know playing in her place honestly i haven't Clones are a really weird mystery. We have this rapper, right? Uh, the one that uh, sang in the airplane. What was his name? In the airplane? Airplanes, airplanes. The song Airplanes. Oh, B.O.B. Ah, B.O.B. Uh, B.O.B., yes. yeah. We have B.O.B. coming on live stream saying how this is my clone and he's like very weird about all of this, right? And I'm like left out uh, really intrigued because he's speaking straight up like I have my clone, he's right there, this is not the real me, my clone is like this and like that. And it got me real weirded out as in if somebody actually has a clone and just go out and speak about it, he's actually, you know, trying to tell the people something. That could be something, yeah. And do you believe in it? This is my question. I I do, I do. And if we go back a bit about Michael Jackson, as you said, uh, the mystery of his death, I th- there were some people, some interviews he had saying that in his next concert, in, in his next tour that he was going to make, he was going to tell the truth to the people. I don't know what truth he was talking about, though. Okay. Which makes me very curious because uh, right after a few days after he did that uh, outside interview uh, he spoke to the people saying that I'm gonna tell you everything about everything in the next tour and then there he goes he just dies right before he goes to the tour well everything is a very general term it's not there's no clear indication uh, what everything was, means uh, he was talking about the leaders and where this whole planet is uh, going towards that's how he mentioned it about everything, about everything that's going on. Okay. Alright. Uh, I'll give you guys some time to uh, come up with the mysteries you have. Uh, meanwhile, I will just start with something of my own uh, and then, yep. you know, warm everybody up, uh, see how it goes. Uh, I'm like, I tend to be more into serial killers. Uh, that type of thing, a bit more psychological, so on, so on. Um, let's just start with the Jack the Ripper. What do you guys know of the Jack the Ripper? Not uh, much, honestly. If you remind me a bit of his backstory, I think I'm gonna remember. I've heard, uh, I remember watching a documentary about Jack the Ripper. But I don't quite remember. I can't quite recall. Ilion, 
Okay, I'll give you guys a Google definition on this. Um, Jack the Ripper uh, was a murder, uh, well, potentially was a murder, uh, of at least five women, all prostitutes, in or near the Whitechapel district of London, East End, between August and November 1888. The case was one of the most famous unsolved mysteries of English crime. Uh, if I remember correctly, wasn't that the time of Sherlock Holmes? Uh, well, there was a there was a story with Sherlock Holmes uh, for the Jack the Ripper because it was so famous. Pretty much the entire idea being, uh, like, even though he left so many clues and stuff, nobody could figure out who he was. Uh, I think I remember something about him mm -hmm. being Jack the Ripper, forcing the people into a revolution, actually. The people going against the government for not being able to find him or uh, something along the lines. So the people revolted because he was still left on the streets with nobody actually doing anything about it. Because, they, right, they couldn't find him, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, this is just a start, by the way. I started with the Jack the Ripper because I want to bring up some old legends before we go into the main topic in that. So, here's the thing. Uh, good serial killers usually don't get caught. Why? Because they do not make the mistake of wanting to get the attention. Because most of the time, people want to take credits for things that they've done. And uh, with the Jack the Ripper, he left so many clues behind and, like, this is this is a crowded town as well it's not like uh you know yeah it's london it's london like you know it, uh, this is a mystery that should have been sold um there are a lot of theories going around that either like jack the ripper was not a murderer but it was uh some wealthy man's how do you call it a uh, secret girlfriends that they end up murdering to keep them shut similar story stories so on so on and uh, now we go into the big one. The Zodiac Killer. Mm, my favorite. Uh, do you know uh, enough details about it? No. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> no, no. The Zodiac Killer. I watched a movie about him as well. There is a movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I think. Yeah, it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, the Iron Man. What's his name again? Robert Downey. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, they, they had a movie about it, but this was ages ago. And recently, uh, we had some light into the situation who might be the Zodiac Killer. And they, it was done through DNA testing and everything. And I think they have almost like a 95% match and they arrested one person. But we'll get to that later. But for the moment, uh, I'll just give you a quick background. So Zodiac Killer literally uh, left not much information to go on with and uh, he picks his target carefully and it's usually women uh, pretty much they he would rape them and kill them uh, in front of their husband and kill the husband as well as I remember okay. and the the thing about Zodiac Killer is he liked to he taunt the authorities with uh, cryptography uh, letters and stuff which they tried so hard to crack but they couldn't until recently and that's how they kind of got caught uh, 
So as the time went on and they they found out uh like with through the DNA system that he was actually a cop. Uh I mean this, this mostly happened in late 1960s, so obviously when they caught him he's quite old and uh, pretty much close to death, but it he happened to be a cop. Do do you think this might be the case with most serial killers? Or is that like Jack the Ripper, let's say, like mm-hmm. he knew how to not get caught, so mm-hmm. he knew probably some stuff. It points out a lot to that. So Okay. Probably, yeah, that could be something. So can we call them geniuses, bro? Geniuses at work? That's for sure. That's it's, for sure. Well, it, here's the thing: if you are uh, um, like a, it's like a psychopath, you do not have this emotional connection, and uh, you pretty much do everything for your own gain, right? So I think it's natural to assume that um, you would, like, you know, do. Yeah, but pretty much they tend to be about intelligence because you don't let your emotions guide you or cloud you or get in the way. Because most of us, we we rely a lot on empathy to you know interact with each other. Uh, yeah. This is the reason why, like, we don't like to see someone else hurt. We like to see people happy because the empathy kicks in. For for psychopaths, mostly it's it's not a concept for them. So. Uh, so it's a, it's a complicated situation. It's something that we should read on to a bit more. But now, let's get to you guys. Uh, I gave you guys an idea of, you know, what kind of things we want to talk about. Tell me one mystery that you kind of believe in. Uh, masonry and... Uh, masonry in London, general. In UK, sorry. Uh, do you want to explain, explain a bit more? Well, I don't know. It's weird, man, that here it's just happening so obviously, like, people to practice masonry just and everybody Freemasonry, like, it's a cult, I think. I'm not Ah, very familiar with it. Just like uh, founding fathers type of Freemasons? Yeah. They have some more knowledge and they leave messages to each other through uh, hidden written uh, messages left on statues, temples, churches. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I went in a park and there was like this uh, obelisk, like in Egypt, man, like, and it had those weird signs on it. And it was pretty freaky. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna read uh, an article on Wikipedia so we can get an idea. Freemasonry or Masonry refers to fraternal organizations that trace their origins to the local guilds of stonemasons that, from the end of the 13th century, regulated the qualifications of stonemasons and their interactions with the authorities and clients. Freemasonry has been the subject of numerous conspiracy theories so we are going back to conspiracy a bit more i guess uh, throughout the years modern freemasonry broadly consists of two main recognition groups one regular freemasonry insists that a volume of scripture be open in a working lodge that every member profess believe in a supreme being that no women 
be admitted and that the discussion of religion and politics be banned. Uh, second, continental Freemasonry uh, consists of the jurisdictions that have removed some or all of these restric these restrictions. So, what is this like a like satanic hey. cult or like something like that? Yeah, I guess. Bro it's a brotherhood, basically. Yeah, it's more like a brotherhood. Okay, what what is your opinion? I guess. Gang, uh, they're very secretive man and i think they're not explaining fully what's happening in there so wait, wait, well, your problem is that they keep secrets i guess yeah they might be the ones controlling governments and you don't know how much power they have a lot of rich people are into this cult so uh, Ilian, your mic is a bit low, if you can uh, increase it a bit, like, or get closer to the mic. Can you hear me better? Yeah, I can hear better now. Well, how masonry started? Basically, mason in French means builder. Uh -huh. So, first of all, the masons were builders. And uh, as Chip said, these guys, through generations, they found out that they could leave marks on buildings and whatnot around the planet for generations in front when you know when maybe humanity doesn't exist anymore they have their things still here you know what i mean is it like a cryptography or just like a marking just stands like a landmark no it's basically it's almost everything that comes to geometry also True. you know it's, just, it's it's basically everything that you see. Also, the cards that you are making for the game, mm -hmm. that's also masonry, you know what I mean? Like, they were the guys that basically invented this shit. Like, it's, it, you know, they stopped living in, in squares. You know what I mean? Like, back when they were building buildings at the beginning, when they stopped living in tents. Mm -hmm. Also, like, castles, everything. And the thing is, masonry dates probably i don't know for sure it's after christ i don't really believe it's after christ but it, it said it's after christ when masonry started okay but yeah basically that's how the whole thing started i suppose masonry. before christ it was carpentry uh since they were carpenters basically they're carpenters as well i mean bro if you if you finish uh, if you get a high degree education master's degree in carpentry mm -hmm. you're gonna get invited to the masonry launch there is a bulgarian mason he's like uh, lodges sorry lodges of masons so do, do you think i should give it a go and like you know start taking one of these skills and like you know get a phd or something and wait for my invitation like it's hogwarts well well basically not everyone. I yeah, I think it's a bloodline type of thing, like father, teacher, son. Oh, instantly my invitation is rejected, if that's the case. It used to be like that, yeah. It used to be like that. It was going through bloodlines. But right now, if you get to a certain point in the society and you get some power, you know what I mean? Then there is a chance probably that you may get invited to such things or at least they, they they will try to make you you know one of them 
But as long as I know. Well, Mr. Yonko seems to know a lot about this masonry thing. Do you happen to be part of that group somehow? Just asking. Oh. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, mm. it's flow's topic, but you seem to know a lot about it. <laughs> like, and you know what's weird? What? Like, why isn't there someone that came out and said something like what's happening behind it? Uh, like, there, that that points to the thing that there must be like certain well, levels what that if you what reach. If I'm genetically introverted. Like, did you ever think about that? No, bro. There is so many. Bro, it's, it's, they're, they're not hiding anymore, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a secret society, that's what I'm saying, it's a brotherhood, the masonry thing. Freemasons, that's why they call themselves so, yeah. Freemasons, because they're free, you know? Mm -hmm. they, they don't answer to anyone, you know? Also, they don't judge by religion, doesn't matter what your religion is. The only thing I don't understand is why they, they don't accept women in the circle, you know what I mean? That's why it's a brotherhood at first place. Because they don't oh. Interesting. You got, you got me? Uh, they are gay, is my conclusion. <laughs> well, I, honestly, I've thought about that, that maybe they are, but I don't know. I think there is something way deeper than that. That And also, like, in a, almost any religion, except the... Um, I think uh, Hindu and um, uh, Hindu and Buddhism, God is a male, right? We, we, no, Buddhism realizes it's we do not we do not have a God. It's just a philosophy. No, I mean, but you have like God and goddesses, right? That's what I mean. Yeah, there are goddesses and goddesses. Yes, like most of the other religions, it tend to be a male figure uh, when they refer to God. Yes, I understand what you mean. Yeah. What do you think about sacrifice? When you go to the other side, you're never gonna hear like we sacrifice a male virgin. They're always going for the woman virgin. Okay. How about how about how about we we push away the mystery topic for the moment and we just discuss about this? In your opinions, why do you think either the Freemasons or all these extreme religions tend to? not involve women as much i mean obviously with christianity it has been a bit progressive things have been changed but as we understand uh, back in the old days it was kind of similar you were not allowed to you know uh, let's just say uh believe in the lord or pray as freely or something like that, if I remember. So, wh why do you think is the reason that they do not allow women in the Freemason? That's the thing I cannot, uh, I cannot answer. And that's place. why we are here to brainstorm. Let's just put the ideas out, ladies. Come on, go ahead. Work your brain. Well, I think they it's... actually are because they're I... differently built, bro. They're differently built from the emotional yeah. state, the way they think, to what they do in this life. Mm -hmm. They're like here to carry our seed. They're here being the support of the men through whatever they taught us that the woman is, right? Mm -hmm. That's true. They see women like inferior creatures, maybe? Uh, not as inferior as in an assistant. More like an assistant to the male. Yeah. And whenever there is a hair, if you go back in times, if there was a hair... To the to the bloodline of the king, like they're all praying to have a son for the heir, like 
nobody would agree that a woman is gonna be like the queen that's gonna rule the country. They need a man to be the unless, king, right? Unless uh, it is a matriarchy or uh, when it comes like Egyptian type of civilizations. Yeah, I could agree that Egyptians are a different thing. But in the normal uh, empires, they would not allow that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like that's a whole conspiracy against the woman bloodline of what they are. Okay. How much do you believe in religion? Yeah. How much do we believe in religion? Mm -hmm. Like how deep are you into religion? Like what? What do you like? Do you have have you guys read the Bible and stuff or no? Some parts, some parts, whatever was needed. Okay. So look, the, my vision on religion is that there was something in the past, and the society and governments they uh changed that they used that story to control the society. Mm -hmm. Like in every religion, they said that their god came from the sky and told them something, a revelation, and it's that thing that's in common in every religion. So I think Hinduism is probably the closest to it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, it's, it is something, but it's not what religions are saying. Do so, like Hinduism giving you more freedom of choice or more options in what you are? No, 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 not in that way. It's like a bit closer to probably what happened. Like, I think in Hinduism, there was, I saw like a documentary, they were saying that like, God came with a uh, type of machine thing and they even had like, um, um, what do you call it? Like the, the paintings of how that machine was created and stuff like that, if you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah, but it's more focused on mind ascension and knowledge. I think that's what's happening a bit in there. That's what happened. Uh, so oh, what do you have to say about this, Amantha? Mm, mixed feeling, but let me let me ask a different question. Let's just 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 look at it from a different angle. Let's say. Religion exists, right? Let's just assume it's a fact. Religion exists. Yeah. There's a God. There's a heaven and there's hell. In your opinion, in, in your opinion, if you look at everything that you've done in your life up until this moment, if you were to die right now, like fucking lightning struck you, a fucking truck ran over you right now, where do you see yourself going, heaven or hell? I would rather see myself more as, uh, as the Egyptians did. You put your heart and you tear it against a feather. If your heart oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a feather, you would go to heaven or you know you would go to Hades and hell. That's how I would like it to be, not based on whatever yeah, sins they're Because look, I've been masturbating daily, right? <laughs> That's a fucking sin, bro. <laughs> like, I'm straight up going to hell just because I'm masturbating, no matter how much I help the others, no matter how much I care, right? Yeah, I'm not going to church to, like, take my sins out on a priest that, like, well, you're you gonna know, tell, You're not gonna tell him that you wanked. Oh, oh, oh. 
I mean, you know, I, I'm gonna go to him, sit on his lap, like, priest, I have seen, I have masturbated daily, like, here you go, I praise you off of sin, you are forgiven by God because you masturbate, like, that makes no sense to me, right? Like, that's not a counterweight to going to hell, so... Okay, that I will, I will simplify a bit more. Actually, I will make it a bit more harder for you guys. Let's imagine that, forget all the rules that was placed there, forget everything that was said, um, everything people believe in and stuff. Let's just imagine you get sent to hell or heaven solely uh, on your guilty consciousness. Do you do you do you think like like if you if you have even one regret or one thing that you remember? Because I'm I'm literally using my words to make you guys remember now. Like something that you done that you regretted. Or something that you know that you did wrong and you shouldn't have done. Where do you think you're gonna be going, or like what kind, or how hard it is gonna be? Because there's obviously different depths of hell. I'm also. pretty sure I'm gonna be going to hell since I've been following the rules more. The being free, free thinker, do exactly what you will, find your own happiness. Yeah, but you know, is, 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 is it in your guilty consciousness though? Like, is, is it something that bothers you? Honestly, uh, I think exactly that's why I would go to hell, bro. Because it's not bothering me, and I'm still doing, I'm still pleasuring myself. Dude, look, uh, if you, in the if you would make way, us... bro, you would have to sacrifice everything, right? You have to sacrifice your happiness. You have to sacrifice so many things to be actually going to heaven, right? So my guilty conscience, my my guilty conscience would say that I'm straight up going to heaven for think, uh, to hell because I'm thinking, believing in this way. Okay. If you would make a social experiment right now and go out on the street and ask that everyone, hundred percent, everyone would say that they would go to hell. I'm sure of that. Because there is, because there's. Because that, that's the way I see it. Like, you know, I, like to stay, I like to take things logically. So if there is an afterlife, I feel like it's going to be judged solely upon your own guilty consciousness and not what someone says you did and someone says you didn't. So it's just about how, like, even if you kill someone and then you take, you take the situation to it, like, what, what made you do it? Why did you do it? Is it out of jealousy? Is it, is it because you had to protect someone? And this and that. So if you, if you go like I say, uh, I stab you, someone to save my family. Let's say so. Like if I still feel guilty about something, and then I go like, okay, fine, I did it because I saved my family. But then again, if I took a pleasure in it, then I probably will have a guilty conscience about it nonetheless. Then again, if someone who's like kind of traumatized about it, this and that, then again, you can look at it the other way and be like, oh, I just killed them because I had to, and I really don't like it. And that type of thing. That's the way I like to think about it. Uh, my religion now, guys. So, uh, my God, now it's Elon Musk. If you guys would <laughs> like to join me, I really praise to this guy. Like, lately, I've been believing that the humanity's hope is probably sustainability and living this planet and building towards a multi-planetary society bro that's illusion bro if there is the point of living this planet do you uh, think so mr yonko your mic is a bit wonky again hurt my mic no. this i mic. know it's true that 
we should take care of this planet first and before going to another planet, that's true. But for that, it's needed a lot of humanity uh, cooperation. First of all, we should take care of ourselves. When you take care of yourself, when you when you know how how you exist and why you exist, and you accept yourself who you are, you meditate daily to just feel good in this body, in your vehicle, you know, that mm-hmm. your soul. Then it doesn't really matter uh, where you're gonna go, heaven or hell. Then you don't have guilty conscience. You know what I mean? Then you don't yeah. exist. All right. Let let me let me push this a little bit further down. All right. It's a it's an open question. There's no right or wrong answer. All right. I want you guys to take your turns and then answer it. How do you define up to you right and wrong? Uh Take your time. Take your take your time. Take your time. How do you define right and wrong? Well, it, it depends on how you perceive. Yes, yes, all. yes. Understand this. Understand this. I'll just I'll just break it down for you so you understand which way I meant it. Imagine you are a child, right? You're a small child. You're like a fucking Tarzan. That your your ship crashed. Your parents are there. You got lost in an island, but the islands happen to have a lot of food and stuff that you can live forever, right? So growing up without being told doing this makes it not okay doing this makes it right and not just literally blank sheet and when you look at it that way what type of things are okay and what type of things are not what defines right and wrong to you you would probably go by the laws of nature as in you need a shelter you need food you need oxygen to survive whatever the body needs but while when you're gonna achieve this, when you're gonna be on that island alone and not know anything else, you're probably gonna start discovering yourself. You have a consciousness. Why you have this consciousness? What is okay? Why should I be killing this pork, this animal, and eat it? This is how it goes. This is what it exactly. gives it to me. But what if a death is not a concept to you at all because you don't know what it is? You I let's say you throw a, you, 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 no 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 because you throw a stone at let's say a fucking rabbit yeah. The rabbit dies. We know that death is a thing because we've been told what death is. We, we, we even though, like, for example, I, I, even for me, if, if I was younger and I just see, like, fucking something getting shot and then dropping dead, when I ask, like, what is that? Oh, it's dead. If you don't tell it's dead, I wouldn't know. I would just think, oh, it's in a fucking long ass sleep. Or this is, like, it's something that just happens that you just, if you get hit, that you just kind of, like, stop moving. Great. Intelligence kicks in, bro. Like yeah, no, that's, that's the thing. That's it. You understand by themselves while you're in it. It's not like somebody has to explain you what rain is. You just see uh, water coming out from the sky, and you understand that that's water coming out of the sky, right? That's how I would see death being as well. And uh, just by being there, you would understand what it means. Like right now, we don't understand what death is, bro. We basically kill and kill without understanding what it is. Maybe you would actually understand what death means in that certain thing, like you're alone on an island and you have this happening to this creature for this singular purpose. What it brings to it and what it brings to you. Mm -hmm. Right? Like it would have a purpose, it would have a cycle. 
Okay. It will not be meaningless killing. You will not be just out of uh, fun and this type of thing because you would not just enjoy killing something for fun, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I will put I'll put uh, a bit more variables into this equation more. Uh, now imagine a situation where it's uh, it's you, uh, there's another guy, let's say, and there's one more female, right? And you have a crush on this female. Yes. But the other guy has a crush on this female as well. And obviously you see the other guy is trying to make a move on the girl that you like. What, what kind of action are you going to take? I would talk to him, let's see the best man win. <laughs> no, no, like, like there's no language, there's nothing. I'm, I'm literally talking about primitive terms right now. Uh, let me give you... Uh, guys, let me give you an answer, like, my point of view on the last question you've asked, like, mm -hmm. what wrong and, right and wrong, good yes. would be. Like, think of a tiger hunting a uh, another animal. Mm -hmm. Like, the point of the tiger is to feed its kids, but mm -hmm. when it's gonna kill the an antelope, it's a bad thing for the antelope, if you know what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, uh, you don't know, brother. <laughs> what if the whole purpose of antelope existence is to actually feed the lion and its kids, and that will fulfill exactly. its purpose in life? That's what I mean by we don't know what death means, right? Okay. What is wrong? What is wrong? And what is right? Maybe that's the whole purpose of it. Here I'm gonna live. I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna do this and this thing, and it's not I'm gonna actually feel all the fear and everything right it's gonna feel accomplished like i'm gonna feed this family of lions for them to do this purpose as i fulfilled my purpose in feeding them pretty much yeah the closest knowledge we're ever gonna get to what there is is what the egyptians pharaohs were doing with uh, preparing for their afterlife and maybe in next phase and also we go back to having a guilty conscience about things we do here and Maybe the thing is, you live this life, so you upgrade, you know what I mean? So then it's like school, you know? So now you're first grade, next life, you're second. You get what I mean, right? Mm. But also, yeah. you know, there is like, there is that perspective that maybe we're trapped in this reality and everything is just like actual simulation. And there is uh, to elaborate, what it means trapped is like, our knowledge is limited to whatever we're given. We're not like young kids when we're like exploring and uh, understanding for ourselves. We're like given and we understand what's so given. By, by, so that. by that definition, we choose what's and right depending on what others already have decided on. Exactly. I feel like others have decided what is right and wrong and we just have to follow it. For right. that's what... Every for that's what the masses see it as in you go and you're like hello hungry you need food you need this and that right you would go and steal if you don't yeah. steal you're gonna die but the law and everything sees the stealing as a bad thing right you're gonna go to prison right for that thing and that is wrong but that's actually so, right so you don't so, have so this is this is this is what i'm trying to go around that so technically it's not wrong because you're hungry and you want to eat so we define what's right and wrong in relative to our inconvenience? In relative to what life gives us. 
more like. Yeah, inconveniences. You could call it as well. If everything is right for you, you're gonna make everything as a joke. But when life starts getting hard, bro, you, you, you're faced with tough decisions, which are not appealing to whatever we have going on now, like the whole system of being right now. It's not according to the guys who are living the hard lives, right? It's according to how to make money. It's according to how to live. Uh, so more there's no flat right and wrong. It's just all situational. Much. It's, but it's, it's like not almost like consequences, right? I don't hear you properly. Can you yeah, go back? Yeah, mic is wonky again. If it's if it's like that, then how about uh, consequ consequences and uh, you know like every single thing that happens afterwards. Uh, when you do something, you know, there is no chance, there is, there is, it's just flat, you know, it's, there is no right and wrong. That's my, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me ask you one more question. Up to you, is th stealing right or wrong? Depends, Depending on, on the situation. I'm if your like, kids are yeah, left, that's, yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah. At. Like, so, so once again, that's situational. So everything is situational. If, if I'm, uh, like, let's say back in the day, I'm a fucking king of one village, and I'm Bro, gonna invade another village, like I'm fucking barbarian to take say take the village over. It's just my entire purpose, like because I, that's the way I grew up and that's the way I was told. So just we need to expand, take over other people, fuck everyone else, get their resources. To me, that's right. To my people, that would be considered right. To majority, for the majority, it was considered right. So taking by that, the right and wrong is not necessarily what about consequences or not about consequences. So it just it's just entirely situational. If it fits you, it's good. If it doesn't fit you, it's bad. And then if it fits the majority, it's good. If it fits the minority, it's bad. There we have a fucked up system, right? What if everybody could actually have everything? The the right would be everybody to be okay. The wrong would be to discriminate. The wrong would be for the other to not have any to have more, right? So we could call it the base of this whole thing is wrong. The bases we have right now are wrong. Then again, we need to find again the real question: what defines right and wrong? <laughs> That's no, like hitting a wall, guys. There's literally, there's literally no answer. Yeah, because nah, right yeah. and wrong doesn't exist. Nah, bro, you could say that. This, this is this is literally like it's pretty much all comes says just simplify it. You just say yeah. whatever you want to say to make it convenient. So you don't think karma exists, basically, that's what you're saying. Like, whatever you do doesn't have consequences, that's it's impossible, bro. Like, uh, If that's the case, uh, Donald listen, Trump is still there. I'm not saying that I don't believe in karma. I'm just saying it doesn't, the system doesn't seem to work very well. There seem to be like few things, like there's a lot of people that are fucking douchebags that should die. Like, if you take karma, uh, what, what about the cancer kids, for example? Like, you know, what, what the fuck did they do wrong? So that's not how things go, bro. It's not, that that's not how things go. It's just, I'm, I'm, like, all I'm trying to say is, like, beyond all this, it's just literally chaos theory fueled with some type of hope 
to grasp onto as humans because we want to think it's happening because of a reason but in reality it's just a chaotic fuck mess that we just make up rules as we go by to make it convenient for the majority that's the way i see it but are we talking about uh good and bad in general right and rock in general or just like because come on you're like yeah you're that, that, like, it just it just sounds like what to make something right or wrong well if it comes to stealing if you're robbing hood stealer then it's good you know you steal from the rich gift to the poor you know what i mean exactly but otherwise it's bad bro like in you know what i mean but in my opinion there is no chance That's why yin and yang exists, bro. That's why there is black and white. That's why you have yeah, left and right. Yeah, that's still a concept. It's not a fact. It is like a male and a female, you know? It's like everything is separated on two, you know what I mean? So or even like, if you think about it, your personality is like that, separated on two. Like how how you are with everyone else in this world and how you are with yourself. You, you will never like fully be showing yourself to anyone, you know what I mean? Like, you, you get me, right? Because everything has two sides. It is it is like that in life. You know what I mean? Like to get two, you need like two ones. You know what I mean? Like you, you get me, right? No, like, I understand what you mean. You need one point to reference the other point. It's yeah, the same good and bad. It's the same thing with good and bad. You need if you, if yeah, good doesn't true. exist, there's no bad. If bad doesn't exist, there's no good. But yeah. what I'm trying to like talk about is. Where does this all begin and where does where does this all end? Because I think it, it all just, begins. It just, we are just tail, we are just cha- ch- chasing our tail at this point. If the if we go back to the first broadcast, like the way we came here, it's not normal, bro. Because we are how we are in this place and time, bro. It just makes it all fucked up. It just makes it all be this way. Do you think it's supposed to be this way? Another good question. Do you think it's supposed to have the concept, the concept of right and wrong? Do you think it's supposed to exist? It's it's it looks more like to me like a restriction than anything. One question uh, that I had since I was a kid was how and who created money and why does money exist? Uh, China. You mean paper money? Uh, currency in general. Uh, well, currencies in general, it's a, it was a concept as in trade, pretty much. I give you this apple, I, pretty much it's, everything starts with sex and survival. So What? Yes. <laughs> Bro, no, really? I don't know, wait, I'm getting confused. <laughs> no, because uh, Flo was asking, pretty much currency as a thing starts like ages, ages ago. When, like, you know, you're, in a, you're a caveman, you know, you go hunt some food, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously... <laughs> Uh, you exchange that's, something with the other trading. person. Trading. Trading. Yeah. No, 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 here's it, here's it. Give me you, tra- you trade something with the person, or and then you take something of equal value back, because otherwise the other person is not happy about it. But it started as an actual trade without goods to goods, is when it involved women. There's a guy who wanna get laid, hey, I have a big fucking bag of rice. I'll give it to you if you let me smash. So now there was a transaction, but the guy didn't get a good, he got a service. So he paid for a service with goods, right? It was a okay. transaction that was not a like goods to goods trade, it was a goods to service trade. 
and then it came it went on back forth and then when everything everything got uh, you know spread across diversity and then now we need a singularity to define how much is something worth because in one place a bag of rice could be worth two bags of potatoes in another place one bag of rice could be worth of you know one bag of potatoes so you came uh, with the idea of okay we come up with something shiny precious that people seems like okay one something is worth this one gold coin or this ounce of gold or whatever the fuck so you we went from trading uh like you know harvestable Produce. goods into like metal metallic stuff and then it went on for a while and then we got the the standard kilogram and everything and then it was china that started printing actual paper money saying hey this one paper is equal to this thing's value so instead of using metals we're just gonna start printing this thing and uh, we will be using this that's kind of shitty way to think about things like i won't give you this for free trade me something but that's I... again that's trading bro that's not uh currency and all that i remember guys there was um documentary about a village in india i think called oroville where money doesn't exist everybody works for basically to survive you want to eat go and farm mm -hmm. so yeah it was like a society yeah, type of even thing though, even based though money on... doesn't exist there the trade as a concept does exist there because you cannot escape trade yeah that's weird but trade is, trade is, every, trade is everywhere it's gonna be there it's not gonna go away but as a money, as in currency, it came to play because people wanted to move the stuff with <laughs> uh, like faster and in different ways. And obviously, it, uh, for the wealthy to make their money bigger as well. Get me? Yeah. Imagine like a fucking Chinese lord going, uh, I have 1000 gold worth of shit. But I don't want to give the gold away, so I'm going to start printing stuff and then saying, Hey, this one is worth this much gold. And I'm the king, I stamped it, so it's valid. So you technically created value out of nothing. And it was later on that we started putting the value together with, like, against the gold, right? Yep. Because it's a, it's a limited resource, per se. Uh, so this is why most of the time the value is kind of tied to gold and the gold price doesn't really go up and down that much while the let's say usd or the euro or uh, fucking pound you know go up down against each other mm. interesting that's the mystery of money mystery of currency that's... it's not mystery it's yeah. like manipulation yeah it's something that Keeps in control. It's it's almost like uh like um how do you Amazon or like any kind of marketplace. Like how how does that work? It's fucking simple. Imagine you find you you wanna you wanna start making money and you wanna start selling things, but there's no there's no big market, right? Uh, you don't wanna start opening your own shop because people will not come there. So what do you do? You go to like let's say ten existing shop owners already, right? And you tell them, hey. I want you to, like, you can come and shut up your shop in my group with nine other people 
So you know there's going to be more customers coming in and I think it's going to be good for you because there's more traction. However, I will take a percentage or a renting fee for you to, you know, set up shop there. And you go keep telling the same fucking offer to the nine other people. But these nine other people don't know that, you know, there's nobody. But it's the nine other people is just you hit the same thing that you just said. Right. So technically, he yep. does have that 10 people because obviously they're interested. They want more customers. They want to make more revenue. So it's just like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And me, who didn't even set up shop, make money doing jack shit. That's what Amazon is. And that's what every other thing is. They literally provided a fucking market platform that it started with just the name and just to show they had a few items. And after that, it's everybody else that sells items there. It's not Amazon itself. Yeah. It's basically they're doing just the, like the advertising and connecting customer to the retailer. Yeah, but, but that's what you call starting a market. It's, it's like the most easiest, but at the same time, the most scummiest way to make money. Yeah. Uh, there's a big topic where we should talk about, like, you know, the big brands once again, but that could be on the that's next episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're on the mystery and mythical, so I would like to bring you all back to the Egyptian. <laughs> what do you all think about the whole having multiple gods living among us type of thing? Do you want an ex explanation? Uh, I can give you a Buddhist explanation. No, Do you think they really existed the way they say they existed? No, that's this, this, this thing. Like, there's an ex in Buddhism. There's an explanation. Uh, if you guys want to explain, I can do that. Okay. Do you want me to? I'm down to hear all all the opinions. Uh, go ahead. Uh, no, everyone else can go first if you want to, because mine can be like a bit elaborate because I will break down a few things so you understand better. Well, uh, what do you mean in terms of gods? I mean, like, do, would we have to, like, pray to them or additional way of gods? Uh, did you guys watch Clash of the Titans? The movie? Um, I, a long time ago. Uh, they Probably. had these, like, big guys. Like, they had, like, in the name of their gods, they were given gifts and they were born on a different bloodline and they were worshipped by people and they had these like specific more powerful abilities attached to them because of who they were right mm -hmm. do you think that's how they were being represented generally like different people standing amongst normal people just being there to lead them yeah that would sound more much better like leaders type of thinking yeah maybe yeah uh there's two ways to look at it actually i mean when you say god a lot of words like in a mouth to ear type of uh word uh, like the communication it doesn't really work well because there's a lot of miscommunication that can happen it's not like nowadays we have internet fucking google it for fact checking right uh yeah. Let's say, let's take like fucking people in uh, North Korea. To them, fucking the entire family is indestructible because they don't have have any idea about the rest of the world, for the most part, or how powerful and how uh, strong our like you know weapon forces are, the armies are, so and so on. So 
imagine you lived fucking 2000 years ago, right? You're in some fucking village or town. Let's say you're in Athens. Yeah. And you happen to lift a fucking rock uh, that is not the fucking biggest rock, but you, you, you lifted something that other people didn't lift before, right? Yeah. And then obviously the, the rumors are going to start spreading like, oh shit, that guy lifted that rock. Nobody could have done that. He could he must be a giant. He's like a giant. He's big. I mean, obviously you could be in Buffalo. He's, he's a giant. And then obviously that word's going to get spread around and then it goes like, and at, like after fucking five villages after, it's like there was a huge giant that came and lifted huge rocks. That's, that's the word that's going to spread around. Exaggerating. Yeah, it's it just, it's, it's it, like th those type of things, like sometimes gods can be exaggerated rumors. But when you think about it, they have like these drawings and all these things about them. Mm -hmm. How is that normal? Because you got to remember, they all came from something down to someone. It, do it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they saw it. They documented according to someone's description and once again it's it could be by you know word of mouth and the second way uh, you can look at it is the same way uh, like i said with, through the buddhism so in buddhism we don't have a like god that we worship but we do have realms which are uh, we do have hell and we do have something like heaven so if you do good karma um, you go to heaven and if you do really good enough karma and you have enlightenment you go to nirvana and if you do bad you go to hell and if you do kind of really good amount of good karma but you you're still a piece of shit you become something like a war god all right hey. and these war gods tend to like sometimes not know of their origins and they tend to think oh i'm the creator of the world i'm this i'm that type of thing Let's just say, uh, take Zeus for an example. He fits like the perfect description of a war god. He has power. He is a god, but uh, and he and there's like a whole story behind it. And then he would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna control everyone because I'm the Lord." But technically, it's just someone serving a term. Like there's a, the possibility of them existing is there as a war god. Because war gods serve terms. The, the time in those worlds, they kind of move differently than Earth. For example, uh, 100 years there could be like 5,000 on Earth time, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. Even if you are a war god, your, your time expires inevitably. Which means when your time spent as a war god is done, you disappear. So going, going at it that way... It is possible that they might have existed, but they might have finished their t term already and they disappeared. So Egyptian gods might have existed, but they were war gods and they finished their term and they disappeared. Same with uh, like any Indian god or same with Japanese gods. Like, you know, with Sri Lanka and Japanese, we have like similar type of gods as well. That, and like, it's kind of the same belief, like even gods, um, like pretty much you especially when you get forgotten like uh you kind of disappear faster than you should because gods rely on people's worship uh sometimes um but nothing is permanent 
So because of lack of knowledge they have of their origin, they believe that they are the center of everything or that they created everything or they are the god of this, they are the god of that. But it's just simply someone who happened to reincarnate or born as a god spent his lifetime and he just disappeared. And he just left behind some information because he interacted with the people and the people remember it and obviously it went down as word of mouth. Uh, and they don't show anymore because it doesn't exist. Maybe it existed back then, but not anymore. Yep. Maybe in the future we'll have something else. <laughs> like, uh, let's say Jesus. Like, Jesus is the, the most modern person. Uh, you know, God and Jesus. The modern, most, like, the most recent, uh, how do you call it? Theology, in a sense. Uh, how, how long ago did Jesus die? Again? Can you look uh, at 2000 years ago. 2021, bro. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's, wasn't that when he started, we started the calendar on his death? Or no, when he was born? No, his dad is a uh, couple of days before uh, Easter. You know, he rises like a couple of days later after he dies, and then it's Easter now. So, in April, it's going to be 2022 years since Jesus died. <laughs> okay, and how long was uh, how long ago was pyramids? What? How long ago was pyramids? How long was like uh, like uh, Egyptian gods? How long ago did they exist? Probably older than that. No, yeah, I think they were saying four thousand years ago or some uh, shit. No, thousands of years before Christ. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me check. Uh, four thousand BC. So, like, you can see there's like a kind of time gap heating, and just like that, as we go on into the future, you can start seeing people are getting less and less religious, right? And it might have, it must have been faster for all those old gods as well because we know we don't have uh, technology or stuff to spread it around faster. So the key point being, inevitably, it's gonna get forgotten, and then something <laughs> else is gonna come up, and it's history. Christianity will be spoken at just like fucking uh, however the fuck they worshipped gods in Egypt, or worshiping fucking Poseidon or Zeus, or fucking Hindu. Well, I don't think so, you know why? Why? Because none of these religions were like 80% of the planet. But is this going to happen inevitably though? You do, because you don't accept that. You, so you don't expect natural disaster that could throw off a lot of things. Like imagine a fucking uh, huge. Uh, if you guys watch the movie uh, Day After Tomorrow type of shit happened and it wiped out most of the planet yeah. first thing is not for you to is build a fucking church people are gonna try to look after how they live and as the kids grow on like it, they're already not that religious so their kids are gonna be like what the fuck what the fuck they start building their own things they want to look into something new they want to believe on something fresh like, yeah, do you I think, think that changed over time. Yeah, yeah it, I think it that does change over time. time. It's not nothing is because constant. They used to need faith. They used to need a lot of faith. All Ta of them. Okay, for example, take take um, uh, Nordic mythology. They worshipped yeah. the fuck out of fucking Odin and shit in uh, you know northern Europe. Yeah. 
Oh, how, where is it now? Where is it now? There, there are some followers, but if you can't just go and be like, hey, Joe, I believe in fucking Odin and everything. That's my only God. And they'll be like, okay, fine. Like, he's just having fun. Yeah, he's going through a pace. Christianity is here. Why don't you join? So for them at that time, like worshipping, you know, Norse gods would, would have been like the same thing as worshipping Christianity right now. Yeah, I'm saying people are looking forward towards faith, which Nobody has changed drastically now. Nobody sacrifices anymore for Jesus, though. What? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, their 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 belief was primitive. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 it was primitive because that time was primitive. So when we go into something a bit more modern, don't you think we'll be well, more I likely think we to technology, adapt into something much more modern? Will have an AI god or something. Okay, it is possible, but I'm just trying to what I'm saying is if you look at the history throughout and throughout, the next generation always ridiculed and abandoned the previous generation one way or the other. It's just a matter of time. And yeah, then it's all though, history. Uh, even though in the back of the history, what they were saying is that Christianity actually fought against the Nordic mythology, uh, against the Nordic beliefs. They did not accept Odin, they accepted only Jesus, and they actually had the crusade, they had uh, all these wars based on different religions, calling them barbaric, and the others calling them actually barbaric. And when you looked at them, the way they lived, they lived, you know, to survive. Meanwhile, the Christians lived to build churches, pray on the poor, have the whole The key point system. that made Christianity spread faster than the other things was the Roman Empire picked up on it. Yeah, agreed. And that's the sole reason why it like it's expanded so fast. Because pretty much, you become a Christian, or you're just gonna fucking pale the fuck out of bro, or like you're you're gonna be in the front lines. Yeah, but come on. Let's say Bulgaria, we were uh, Christianized the next century. But the thing is, the Bulgarians. Okay, Bulgarians. Before you go became a Christian country, what were you? Slavic country. Okay, what what did you believe in? And well, basically, there is there is a god that's named Tangra. It's like Ra. But okay. There is only, oh, there so, is only one. God. All right. Exactly. So, do do you disregard that belief? What do you like? Do you discard that belief? Like, do you not agree with the way they saw things? Yeah, one hundred percent. Because it wasn't. It didn't have a sex. It wasn't male or female. It was. It was basically everything, you know. And it was just one. And it wasn't, they weren't worship, worshipping it, neither like the Nordic countries did with like Odin and all that stuff, mm-hmm. or even, you know, or the Egyptians, or even like close, close uh, people, close countries. So like if you Greece. go by that, if you go by that logic, then like, you know, being a, like, you know, uh, Allah is like more likely to be true. Well, right now. No, I'm just saying that like, also that like, this is the same point that we're trying to make that, this, that for the moment, for the moment, that this is what we follow because that's something we are trying to grasp into. But in another fucking 3,000, maybe I'll give it, give it another 3,000 years or two, give it 2,000 more years. Christianity and everything that we have around, all the religions that we have around right now will be treated like mythology, just like we treat everything else. That's probably true. Probably true. 
It's just factual. It's just factual because people adapt. You can say, like, do you think your children are going to be religious? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Do you go bro, to church? I, How often do you go to church? It's not about church. It's about believing here. It's, yeah, it's, it's about belief. But then again, you need some, you need to do something to actually have an effect in it. If you like, you can be like, hey, yes, I'm a Christian, and then because every time you put a little bit of less effort into the next generation, that generation put a little bit less. Maybe there will be one or two people out of hundred that put a little bit more than their parents were, but that's still not enough to compete against the other ninety-eight. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the current religions are gonna fade out in time, but. If you look at things, the whole religion thing, bro, affected people's lives a lot. Because like, we just need something to look forward into, some hope. We we like to have hope. So I, I, inevitably, I, with sure. time, we will look like we, just like what we, we talked about. That those religions were primitive, but some, when we find that our modern hope, we will cling on to it. I'm pretty sure it was a bit more magical than that back in time, bro. When people actually used to believe in Odin and all these things, they Jesus become like these on the huge water fighters, and made right? fucking water into wine. That's still magic. Uh, it's, no, no, no. That's yeah. No, it's not the same. You don't see people trying to do that, right? But in the Nordic mythology, people actually try to fight that way. They actually try to push that way. And you have people in other religions that they actually became witches and they try to talk to animals and they. And they actually, they're saying that they've actually managed that because of the way they believe in stuff. So can we say that if people believe in a certain religion, it affects like the whole consciousness, the whole way of things working. Could you say that back in the past when people believed in magic, magic actually existed. And now that we believe in this thingy, this thing exists. Would you say that Jesus exists once because again, so many again, people believe again, in Jesus? Uh, once again, it's all it's all about perspective. It's all about how they saw it and how they described it I'm, and how it went through. So maybe I'm, someone found a way to like make a pocket lighter and make some fire out of it, and then somehow he became the fire wizard of the village. It, because it's uh, all hearsay. It's all hearsay. Right now, we just have a bit more credibility because we have technology and better yeah, ways of documenting. Right now, we're using only technology. What if you didn't have technology and they made shit happen, right? But once we get clear the fuck out, like one, one solar pulse away from vanishing almost everything. The thing is, resets happen there's always gonna have have a reset either it's a population problem it's like it's something like let's just take a, let's take india for example let's say they don't stop breeding and they keep having children 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 and there's always there's already indians in every other fucking country right let's say that they keep kept this rate at so compared to any other religions there are more Hindus getting built and more and more. And then you, you have the Muslims also. Then they, you, cap, you have to keep building. So now there's two big forces fighting against each other while every other thing becomes a minority religion, right? So slowly it gets faded away. So despite there have been documentations, it's still a fact. Yes, it was a religion and it was big. But nonetheless, because of the people and the, the, what they believe in at that time, you still cannot sustain it compared to the other population and then once once you become that big thing the cycle repeats again so let's just say for example the hindus they they became the next big thing right it's the majority religion that it's just like it became christianity okay so once it's the christianity yeah. and once once it's that that religion is mainstream what's gonna happen is the next generation of this is gonna start giving less fucks about it 
because it's yeah. very underappreciated. You now, well, now that we have when you're technology, the it's way different. We give up on everything. We don't have people dancing for rain. We don't have people doing all this different type of shit, right? But how can we say that back in the day when they didn't have any of this, they weren't actually creating it? That they, was the point I was they, trying no, to make, it just, actually. It just, it's more of coincidence versus... Uh, how do you call it? Uh, that's why we're like forced to believe right now right because we have all this technology explaining to us all these things that are not normal for our day and age what yeah. if we actually if we got a group and they actually had the power to make something happen right what if that existed back then but because we believe so hard in all these things that we're doing now from having as you said a lighter in our pocket that's the only way to make fire, right? But back in the day, they used to have, let's say, chi, right? And they mm -hmm. used the chi to create fire. And that was a very normal thing to have, right? Also, it's it's about uh, the information and knowledge getting wiped out, especially with the British. Because uh, when the British started colonizing everything, the, main, the first thing they did was destroy the history. Do you know why do you do that? So uh, they don't have any ties to the past. The next any generation. Any ties to the past. Any ties to your identity. Yeah, yeah. Anything the next generation is gonna be exactly for. what you want them to be. Yes, even in my country, we have so many things that, uh, like, so many like because back in the day, we, we don't we didn't really document everything. It's like let's say certain practices. Let's say you you come from a family of doctors, right? Yeah. Chances yeah. are, you are the doctors. Daughter or son, right? And then your father tells you, "Hey, this is my secret recipe, and this and that." That's what they call it—a family recipe, right? Yeah. So what happens when that per the last carrying person gets killed? Now it's vanished. Now this piece of knowledge doesn't matter if it's effective or not effective. Nonetheless, a piece of knowledge that's got vanished, just like that, because it hasn't been dis documented. While the British, at the same time, documents their own things for them at that time what what they uh, adapted was christianity right yeah so they kept documenting their thing while eliminating everybody else's fucking traces yeah so once again i'm telling you so so what what they did is they going from an like normal level religion into something more dominant once again, how did the British got it? They got it from the Romans. The British mm. weren't Christian. Can you remind Christian. me, can, can the you remind me how, the Roman, how did the Roman Empire fall? Uh, it was a lot of fighting in between. Uh, people got too comfortable. Um, too much money spent on wrong places. Pretty much a bit of everything that we see in every other government nowadays. Uh, but the main thing is, it, like, what what were like in the Brit Britons before they had contact with Romans and uh, the Vikings? That they, they had different religions, like for, like the the Celtic people. They have their own different beliefs that they had. It kind of like they they weren't born Christian, but it's something that they inherited because that seems like the most appropriate action to take at that time. And they started thriving and prospering. So as they went on with it, they wiped out everything else that could threaten them. So now that it it became into something big and something reliable, 
people start getting comfortable. This is what I tried to say again before. And once you start getting comfortable, you start giving, you stop giving a fuck about it. So they just basically over time getting fat and greedy. They just destroyed each other. They they self-destructed. The, no, the, 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 you, you're the same thing that you made into something big kind of falls apart at the feet because like it's just the old heads that keep the tradition going but the new ones they, because they are so sheltered it's so much easier for the next generation from the previous generation always or depending on sometimes you know same something's happening doesn't really work that way but yeah basically the concept of uh, strong people made uh, wealthy countries wealthy countries made lazy people lazy people not necessarily war. lazy they have different priorities like, I, w- I would not yeah. like to call it that way. Like, I, I don't like the argument of, like, you know, strong men create, you know, good times and good time creates weak No, no. There are different priorities that they focus on. They're, and how did that actually get them to, you know, you know, get fucked? Like, the great Roman Empire fall to war. They were strong, rich, they had everything going for them. It's more how of... How such a it's great more empire like just fall? The leadership kind of... Okay, um... This is, this is how we got the parliament. So pretty much uh, the, the, the average person wasn't allowed to have a say in how things were decided. So they had to make a party about it entirely. So it became the parliament and they started discussing things, this and that. So it's, it's just more of people were a bit more focused on who takes the throne and who goes where and trying to keep it to the bloodline instead of prosperity of the, their people. And like pretty much because... There was so much, um, not necessarily racism, like slavery and like discrimination of people, right? While everything else was going on, they kind of forgot about the internal struggle, so it kind of fell apart from within. So greediness got them down. Getting too comfortable got them, just like religion. We chill now. We don't. We don't go to church every Sunday. We don't go. We don't pray. You don't like. You don't usually pray with your family sitting at the table every day. Like you see it a bit more in America because they kind of push forward into that. Even then, again, not the modern families. But if you're like a little bit down south, closer to villages, you do that. But do you see? Do you see where I'm getting at? As the generation goes on, you get comfortable not doing those things because you know it already exists. You had to do it before to push this tradition forward. So your next generation continues it. Right now, you don't have to. I don't know what to say, man. Like, if Christianity, religion, big religions will fall anytime soon. Not anytime soon. They will fall inevitably. Not anytime soon. Inevitably. There's a difference. And then something else will come up. Mm. Maybe it will exist as a minority. How will that affect everything? Yeah, I don't think it's gonna affect. It just, it just different it's states of life. It's gonna become like a discrimination. It's gonna become like a discrimination against them, or no, you see no, them as no, becoming no. the elite. I, I, here's the thing. At the moment, unless we go into like total uh, state where like the rich fight against the poor and there's anarchy and all that stuff, like if you don't go that direction, I don't think. No, it's just, it's just gonna fade away, and then someone's gonna come up with something, and then go. It's just the same way that people come up with cults. Like there's no, there's, there's practically no reason, but they people still believe anyways because they want always something new to believe in, something out of their comfort zone, something for them to, 
fight for or actually how like they've done something about it a part of something it's like hey, I am I'm, I'm fucking Christian Woohoo, cool so what what's more cooler like hey we actually realized the next big religion but this is the actual truth this and that okay obviously there's gonna be some fucking cuckoo head world too uh, that gonna believe that shit and if it happens if those cuckoo heads happen to have some type of power things could escalate like the same thing with some religions going extreme it's because it may have started from peaceful roots but it kind of got into the wrong person's ear that had the right type of resources to pretty much uh put it to mainstream market and mass produce it and maybe use it to their benefit time to time time to time i mean yeah we could agree on that so yeah this, this is simply what it is if you look at throughout the history some things still survive and they stop getting taken seriously like they take um take the indigenous people the 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 native Indians, they had their own religions and shit, right? Yeah. They still be, they still believe in it. At that at, at at specific time, they were the most dominant in the entire continent, correct? Yeah. yeah. Right now, they still exist, but it's not something threatening, and it's not something that people look into. So the, even even the people from those tribes kind of go to that new big thing that they found. Circle repeats. They got comfortable because they thought it's a big, big thing. And then something else came and then beat them in the back. It's it 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 goes around, comes around. It's just that's the way it is. Do you think that's much. gonna be like the doom of us all as well? Not doom. Not like a big player, but, but it's like actually gonna start a bad rotation. Let's say it's a, uh, a it's bad a, cycle. It's not a bad thing. I think I think a cycle is good. You need change. You need you need a lot of change. It, it, you, having change makes you want to do things. Because once you get into a repetitive cycle, one way or the other, you're going to start losing your mind. <laughs> like, just imagine. Imagine just doing the same cycle every day. You wake up... Um, you have your food, you go to work, you come back. Let's say you bang your wife, I don't fucking know, you go to sleep. Same day, every day. For Do it for 30 days straight. You will lose your mind. Yeah, yeah. So, so you start doing t little things differently. Okay, maybe I will eat at work. So you take your food to work and you start eating there. It's different from the day before. You start adding little, tiny, tiny little things. And eventually, with enough time, you made a whole new routine. That's just the nature. We are organized. I no, we are, we are, we are chaotically organized. Well. Sorry? Chaotically organized. I think change is good as well. I see us changing a lot in the near future. With the whole advancements we got from the flows, God himself, Elon Musk, and the way things go, I think like things are going to change a lot. No, like For example, like Elon Musk as a person, if he were to exist in a different era, might be have like referred to as a god or like a great king, let's say, because of his in 
innovativity and doing things that other people kind of trying not to do or like you know things like that it's good because that's some that's what people want to see something different it is just in our inner nature that's how we just are we can handle monotony basically I wouldn't say monotony exactly, just we are we are very diverse people from one another to just have a single opinion or single viewpoint. It always tends to fluctuate, even at least like 60 to 40, it doesn't even have to be 50-50, 60-40, could be 30-70, but there's always going to be a clash between what you want and the way you see things. Could you agree that that will help us grow? as the whole, as people, as a nation, as a human race. Difference? Yes. Because you always have to have one leg up than the other person. Because otherwise the ants would have been taken all over the world by now, working together. Doesn't it just, they have the same circle that they keep doing. It doesn't really change much. Yes, they sustain, but there's no progress. So that's just that. When you have different minds of thinking, different ways of thinking, different actions taken to different situations, you always come up with something that either hasn't been done before or has been done, but that was the wrong time. And it comes, for example, like a microwave. Like the guy just happened to have a chocolate in his pocket while he walked by that thing. It melted yeah. and he was like, oh, this is so imagine he, he, he didn't have a chocolate at that time. So we would have discovered the microwave sometime later on than that, right? It was bound to happen inevitably, but wasn't the time. But he probably, like, if he, if he, maybe, like, I don't think he carried the chocolate every day to work, right? He made a change in his routine to have it in his pocket. And then he came across, so it's just, it's just like mutations. It's kind of change a little bit, change a knob, change a knob or two, just see how what changed, well, maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, doesn't matter. The point it's is strange. just something different. I want to do actually an exp experiment like trying to eat the same oh. thing for a month straight. Oh, you can't, you can't, I've tried it. You tried it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it uh, gets you to a point like you really start disliking that one thing, and uh, you will have issues for a long time until you completely forget Probably about get it. Like, and the nostalgia comes, kicks in, and you'll be like, "Oh, I want to try my cakes and stuff." So uh, you just get disgusted. You're actually just gonna get disgusted by it, which well, is not a just really like good life. Thing. You have it there. It is what it is. Hmm. The, there is some routines that are actually nice for me for example having to let's say I work in the afternoon shifts waking up properly having a good meal going to gym having a good shower and then going to job right that's a very good routine mm -hmm. health wise and it's been almost two months it's been like a month and a half I'm doing this like daily six days a week right and I'm actually not getting bored I'm feeling better and better this routine, this thingy, it's actually helped me grow. Yeah, but that's not the only routine you have throughout the day. It's not like this is only thing that you do. Like for example, uh, yesterday or day before you leave from gaming early or something else. Like 
there are always tiny changes. It's not there the are, there are. The anime I watch, I have these things that I watch, uh, you know, how episodes come out weekly. Every week I have a different day for a different anime, right? And the story always continues, so I'm never getting, like, bored. The same thing with us, uh, it's gaming, like, it's like, yes, we have games that we can play. Yes, we like it. I mean, that's the fucking reason we have, like, fucking hundreds of hours in it. It's just because we've been doing it for a while. We just don't want to do it at the moment. Something different. Well, it's complicated, but uh, very simple at the same time, I suppose. I can agree that change is good. Anyways, it has been one hour and a half. <laughs> so I guess we can end the podcast for the today with this one. Uh, who's here? Podcast number two. Yeah. I named it the, the Answers, I guess. Fits the title. Actually, we can discuss the uh, topic for the next podcast from now on so people have like time to get ready. Yeah, sure. What would you like to talk about, ladies? Flo? Our origin countries and where we come from, maybe? I don't know. That might not be that of a good topic. No, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything. Any ideas wrong? Just, like, just like throw out ideas. Like, like, what, what would you like to hear? Usually, if I would, like, I think that's the easy way to put it. I would like, I would like to hear how, if, for me personally, if somebody else has the same thing, um, if you have an individual in your life that you really look up to and how he lived his life differently from everything and everybody else, and how did that affect you in your life? So an idol? Uh, Idol is the bad word. Uh, Unique individuals should be the right words. So unique unique individuals you look up to. Okay, let's do it this way. I'll I'll tell you what we do. We talk about unique individuals that we look up to. Slash, how do you see yourself 10 years ago and now? What are the differences? (laughs) Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good, sounds good. Right. That, that's a good topic. Flo, I'll let you do the outro. Uh, <laughs> this was something very nice to talk about, guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, you guys came up actually with nice topics for the next one. So. Are you working tomorrow night? Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be at Printworks London. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can... Uh, follow oh, yeah. the oh, yeah. you live stream. The show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could do that. Uh, it's gonna be live. It's gonna be from um, 12 a.m. in UK time until 11 p.m. Yeah. UK flo, time. Flo, flo, stop. I want you to say that same sentence again, but I want you to speak BBC English. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the live stream will start tomorrow at 12 a.m. UK time and it will go on till 11 p.m. UK time. I'll see you there, guys. Right. Thank you. We'll tune in. All right, then. That's... Comment, like, and subscribe, man. Yeah, that's the end of Psych Party. Oh, we yes. To totally Monsters. subscribe to Monsieur Syrup's channel. I go by Share it with now. your friends. Everywhere. <laughs> Tattoo right my name on your, your forehead. Yes. Yeah. Wait to hear from you all next time. All Hope right. you enjoyed this Good one. Good night, ladies. <laughs> Peace, guys. 
Good night. Hello again, it's Serap here. Um, thank you for tuning in to our episode. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, I just want to let you know we appreciate all the feedback you guys give and uh, all the support that you guys give. We hope that we did better than the previous episode and we are planning to do way better on the next episode. So, hope to see you all there once again. Thank you for everything. Uh, hope you guys have a great day or a great night. Just generally have a good time. Thank you.